This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, April 1st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. First Lady praises Chavez UFW. CDFA 30 by 30 report. Rural needs get backing in Biden plan and USTR watching Canada on dairy. Biden proposal meets pushback on taxes. President Joe Biden's $2.25 trillion infrastructure plan offers many provisions that have long been priorities with farm groups, including a $100 billion plan to connect the entire U.S. to high-speed Internet. There's also $621 billion earmarked for transportation improvements, including $115 billion for roads and bridges and $17 billion for waterways. Some $20 billion is earmarked for fixing smaller off-system bridges, many of those rule. There are also some relatively modest climate provisions aimed at agriculture, including a billion dollars for what is described as agricultural resources management and climate smart technologies. Now take note, there are some key provisions for rural electric co-ops. The plan prioritizes support for broadband networks that are owned, operated, or affiliated with nonprofits and RECs. And $10 billion is earmarked for helping RECs transition to clean power. Keep in mind, Republicans were quick to denounce the corporate tax increases that would be used to pay for the spending. The Association of Equipment Manufacturers, whose members include Deer and Company and Caterpillar, issued a pair of statements on the plan. The first included an appeal not to increase corporate taxes. And the second statement included an appeal for bipartisanship, saying AEM wanted to work with the administration and both parties in Congress to pass bipartisan legislation under regular order. Western Ag Coalition renews push for water infrastructure. A coalition of more than 200 ag groups and water districts is again pressing the Biden administration to consider water storage, conveyance, and other investments in the infrastructure plan. The proposal has yet to specify whether water infrastructure will have a part. Decades of neglect have rendered our federal water projects unable to meet the human and environmental needs of the West, said Western Grower CEO Dave Puglia in a statement. Jill Biden and Newsom commend labor organizations. First Lady Jill Biden yesterday visited a historic site honoring Cesar Chavez and said she and Joe Biden stand in support of United Farm Workers. Chavez, quote, stayed true to his convictions, which is one reason the president has a bust of the labor icon in his office, explained the First Lady. In a brief introduction, Governor Gavin Newsom hailed Chavez as someone who didn't wait around for permission and as an example of how leadership can be found anywhere. Newsom said the president's infrastructure plan works, quote, hand in glove with the values and principles and the advocacy that define the best of California. That plan has the back of the Central Valley. That plan has the back of Kern County, said Newsom, adding that it also supports farm workers. CDFA reports on farmer feedback from Newsom's 30 by 30 order. CDFA has released a draft report covering a series of listening sessions held in February with farmers and ranchers from the livestock, annual ag, and perennial ag sectors. 
The goal was to collect ideas for meeting the governor's October 2020 executive order on climate change and biodiversity. Here are the top-line recommendations. Farmers and ranchers feeling burdened by regulation suggested reducing and streamlining existing regulations and working to ensure incentives-based programs are not turned into requirements. And CDFA and other agencies should promote the climate change benefits of keeping land in agriculture rather than converting it to urban use. Finally, to ensure participation, CDFA will need to increase financial support so farmers and ranchers, especially smaller ones, can invest in new technologies and equipment. The report also disseals specific recommendations by sector. CDFA is accepting public comments through the end of the month. PMA and United Fresh plan to join forces. The boards of directors of the Produce Marketing Association, the PMA, and the United Fresh Produce Association, United Fresh, have reached an agreement in principle to create a new global trade association. The two associations will continue to operate as independent organizations through 2021. The new association will be launched January 1, 2022. This agreement reflects the ongoing commitment of both associations to deliver the highest level of value to members, said board chairs Michael Muzik of United Fresh and Dwight Ferguson of PMA. Looking ahead, we believe we can accomplish that goal better together, building on the synergies and experience of our expert staffs, complementary education programs and member services, and a stronger voice in advocating for our industries. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. States back meat industry on Prop 12. 20 states are supporting a meat industry appeal to the Supreme Court targeting California's Proposition 12, which bans the sale of veal, pork, and eggs that come from operations that don't meet California's animal confinement standards. Prop 12, quote, is a paradigm of unconstitutional extraterritorial regulation, the state said in their brief. It requires hog and veal calf farmers in every state to follow California's animal confinement rules on pain of exclusion from the California market. The state supporting the North American Meat Institute's petition to review the Ninth Circuit's decision include Indiana, Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Georgia, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Texas, Utah, West Virginia, and Wyoming. USTR watching Canada with dairy trade concerns. It was the Trump administration that put Canada on notice over allegations that the country is falling short on its dairy quota commitments under the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. But the Biden administration now says it's also concerned. The United States remains concerned about potential Canadian actions that would further limit U.S. exports to the Canadian dairy market. The office of the U.S. Trade Representative said in a new report released yesterday, the United States continues to monitor closely any tariff reclassifications of dairy products to ensure that U.S. market access is not negatively affected. U.S. dairy industry is accusing Canada of reserving 85% of the new U.S. MCA import quotas 
for cheaper U.S. dairy products that don't compete with Canadian products. Here's today's She Said It. If California is allowed to apply its laws to conduct in other states, then a single state will dictate policies in all others, encouraging a patchwork of regulations and threatening the free flow of interstate commerce. That NAMI president and CEO Julianne Potts on Proposition 12. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, April 1st. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.